Hi, my name is Joe Jackson. I'm an interviewer and an author and a journalist and a broadcaster. And what you're about to hear is one of the roughly 1,400 interviews I conducted over more than 30 years for nearly all major media outlets in Ireland, and in this case, some in England. But please allow for the fact that many of the interviews were done for the print media and recorded on cassette tapes. So some are, let's say, sonically challenged. But sonic consideration should give way to historical significance, I believe. And I'm glad to say that at least some powers that be in RTE Radio 1 agreed with me on this and broadcast between the years 2015 and 2018 many of my interviews in a series called The Joe Jackson Tapes Revisited. What follows is a programme I was going to broadcast in that series but never did. Actually, it's a tape I made for an article for the Daily Mail in the UK and it was basically introducing the cores to a British audience. It's not one of my usual in-depth interviews, but in fact, during this chat with all members of the course, I do refer to the fact that I had twice interviewed Andrea before, first for the Irish Times and secondly for Hot Press. Both of those interviews I will be revisiting for a future podcast. And by the way, if you want to read the original articles, you can read them at joejacksoninterviewer.com. Either way, enjoy this podcast. Oh, well, it's you, basically whenever we're finished, you yeah. go, so... Yeah. Okay, we'll do, all right, let me get a half hour on tape. Good, okay. Um, introduce yourselves and describe yourself in um, 75 words. I'm starting here. 75 words? 75 words? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Caroline. Yeah. Um, do you want to give an age? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm 24. All right. Um, you know... S snappy self-description. Confident, come on. Confident. Oh, uh, God. You can come back to it. Look at the others are getting it ready because they've had one. Yes. We're all best at describing I, each I, other. I, I would prefer if someone described me rather than me describe myself because I haven't got a clue. Have you not? No, not really. Okay, Jim. Describe. Uh, well, I'm Jim. I would describe her. Yeah. Describe Caroline. Yeah. Um, Karen's perfectionist. She's um, she's once she puts her mind down to something, she's very focused. And you know whether it's table tennis or drums or piano, um, she she will give it a degree of focus that I that I think is incredible until she masters whatever it is she's trying to master. All right. Okay. Was that rehearsed? No. That's great. Okay. Come on. Describe him. Um, that was very positive. Jim loves um, things with buttons and things that he can mess around with and. Um, Musical equipment like uh, computers and um, oh, what else? Is that uh, technologically challenged now? <laughs> like <laughs> phones. Oh, that's what I saw like that. Sign, or sign organizers, phones, everything right. that has you know, that is technology. And is that, is that is that any use in relation to the music? Because this is fantastic. No, not that. I mean, oh, your, your obsession you with see? technology. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to take it out and show it to me. We put a picture in the article of, of your phone. Okay. <laughs> okay, no, but just that interest in technology and that, how does that help shape the music we all hear? Well, very much so. It's, it's, uh, it, I mean, it's always been a great interest of mine to have. You know, I would always try and use um, varying different types of tools when it comes to the whole creation of music. All right. So, like, I love samplers. I love using computers. It's just they bring, even though there are disadvantages, they certainly bring a whole. It's it is a different tool. It's like it's like you know, and it's in in the right hands, they can be fantastic tools. And would, would all the rest have no problems with samplers and that? Remembering you come from the kind of Irish base too. 
Would you find, feel any tension about? Yeah. I mean, we'd like to we'd like to try to keep you know technology to minimums in the band right. because we're very obviously capable of producing you know songs without it. I mean, it's something that I think enhances what is always used on albums. It's great right. for albums, and I okay. think that's when Jim gets to do most of his work, like on the albums and stuff like that, programming and things like that. And then um, also then on stage, you know, and use you know like you know keyboards and stuff like that and some enhancements, but. I think I think you know we do like to keep it down to just raw music more so than a live more so in a live context, more so in a live context. Yeah, yeah. live context. Yeah. Studio works. Stay true good. to the roots. Yeah. Well, it's more. If you see, it's um, it's it has more expression. If you use too much technology, it tends to lack expression. All right. You know, whereas if you can do it, why not just do it yourself? You know. Do you ever argue over that? Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think <laughs> well, there you go. There's both sides to it, though. You know, right. I mean, there's like te technology is is so prevalent today. I mean, it has to be there. But um, when it comes to a song and writing a song, if it can stand up purely on a guitar or on a natural musical inst instrument like a piano and a vocal, and if it can stand up like that and move you, well, then it's done. After that, technology comes into it. Mm -hmm. right. You know, but as a basis for writing and stuff like that, I mean. That's a fun side of it and uh, embellishment and putting it together. But really, when it starts, it's it's elemental, you know. Okay. So I, I don't think there's anything to argue over right. because it's technology, and we of course use that. Yeah. But it's not. A but if you feel the song going too far, if you feel the production of something has gone too far in the direction of technology, it might draw back. Mm. No, yeah. No. No. Um, yeah. Well, well, Is there a case even? Could you even give me an example? A particular song that was going in a certain direction, and you said, "No, let's strip this back." Well, that has certainly happened, but mm -hmm. you know, it's always in retrospect that you think, God, why did why, why did we put so much in on that? All right. You know, but yeah. often that's not it, it, that that wouldn't be just down to our um, okay, thoughts in a sense. That could that would be the, the producer. Producer at right. the time. You know, you know, sometimes you might look back in a song and go, What is that? Like song? for like, like for, for example, like what, what can I do? We tried to we we we, we loved it. And then we said, Let's try it. You know, to make it more just like you know, guitar based, whatever, and it didn't work. It wasn't as good right. a song. All right. So I mean, because the way the way the song was written, the basis of it, Jim had written on keyboards using keyboard sounds or whatever. That's I mean, and the, the, the song is suited to that. That's the way the song was. Yeah. That's how the song came about. We used a sample drum loop on that and sequenced bass, and it's a it's a sample bass, right. so it's all electronic. When we tried to reproduce that live, as Sharon says, right. it just uh, with live drums and with, with bass, it just Wasn't didn't work didn't in work. the studio. Okay. And it's funny, it's because like when, when we started as well, <clears throat> like when we started writing and everything like that, we did that on a level of not having toured the world, so not having had the whole feel of being on stage. So we were closer to, to technology then and more right. excited by uh, 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 not such a three-dimensional sound. But then once you get on stage or whatever and tour, after, after doing Forgiven, Not Forgotten for... Um, a year and a half, like getting on the road, then it was different. Then you started to go, I just want to hear it with guitar and this, you know, I don't want right. to hear that, right. all that stuff. So we we started off probably more into that kind of thing, but I think music will always come back to the basics all, right. all the time. Sharon, Jim, describe each other. Go back to that first question. Give them the piano, I don't want to stop me from getting too deep into music or they'll try this article. Oh, right, okay. You know what I mean? So describe each other just as people too, as well as musicians. Jim, did you describe? Who described to you? Who described to uh, you? Uh, Ricardo yeah, described yeah, yeah. me, didn't she? Okay. Uh, sure, no, Andrew, you described. 
Yeah. Let's go, Sharon. It's kind of great fun working out the voices on the tape too. How do people do? Do you get the sound bites? I, I don't. Know. Yeah, well, we Jim, Jim sounds Jim sounds a bit lower. So I'll Just give you that tip. Thank you. That's great. Yeah. Okay, I'll work that. And he wears the glasses. I can see that. On the <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, other than that, I'm saying clones. No, oh, great. Okay, Sharon. Uh, describe Andrew and Andrew describe Sharon. Now remember also your sisters. Um. Yeah. Um. She's um. She's very funny. What? <laughs> she's very funny. Um, I didn't get the hand gesture. The I, I didn't get it either. I, I hope I did. I, I think I did. But... Um, oh God! You probably did. <laughs> um. She's she's very funny. Um, she loves shopping with a passion, although she didn't have a good day yesterday. But she does love shopping, but she's like the biggest shopper in the family. There's no doubt about that. All right. Um, she, um, um, oh, what do I say? She, she loves fantasy. You love fantasy and dreams and all that sort of thing. You know, I suppose that's probably why she writes most of the lyrics, because she's right. good imagination. Um, and <clears throat> the only... Uh, I suppose negative, which is not really negative, is that which I, I'm turning around, starting to do now actually. But um, she loses absolutely everything. We'd be walking through airports and you discover a handbag in the middle of the floor somewhere. <laughs> Our security would be coming after in America, going, "Is this your walkman? They're about to blow it up." You know. So um, she, you know, that's that's one other. Do, do do any of you have any problem with the focus on Andrea, as in that bastard magazine and <clears throat> hot press? <laughs> Do you, is there any, or because you're in and Andrea writing the lyrics, has anything evolved over the over the couple of years where you've seen Andrea be hauled out? And does that really Obviously matter? the focus is going to be on Andrea more to an extent because well, she's a lead singer. Okay. But, you know, c collectively, I suppose, we prefer if we're portrayed as a band because right. that's who we are, and we're four right. individuals as well. You know, so it's like in general, we would, you know, prefer the focus to remain as much so as So you try to maintain that balance. We're you trying can, to. You can't okay. really. I mean, you two. I mean, when you think about you two, you think about a four-piece yeah. band. You don't yeah. think about one person. Very rarely see I think individual. You know, I think that there's always going to be. That's natural for the focus to be on the singles of the front person. Right. The person right. jumping is always the front person. But um, I think as a band, yes, the reason we're not we're all in this together. So therefore. You know, you, you want to remain as a as a band sort of thing. Right. We're a team, 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 you know. So, but you know, I mean, yeah. all the time I don't really mind either way. You know. Right. Okay, Jim, do you don't mind most of the time, or some of the time? Well, right. that's what I said. Obviously, obviously, the right. focus is going to be uh, on more band. on the lead right. singer. Okay. But uh, I prefer if we were portrayed as a band. But isn't it also not just in relation to the media? Fans identify with one person. They don't identify, they identify with a band to a degree, but they pick the person they can most identify That's with. That's very true, yeah. You know, so mm -hmm. do you find that happening in an equal way or, you know... Well, I mean, like, you can just... tune in at that level? They they all have their own favourites. All right. Like, you'll be walking past and someone will go, there's my favourite, and it'll be Caroline, or it'll be, oh, you're the drummer, or right. it'll be, you know, this sort of thing. I mean, yeah, the lead singer would probably have more... But that's always the way it has been. I mean, you know, John Bon Jovi when he was with Bon Jovi was All like, right. you know, it's always been, it's always been that sort of way. But I think that I think the only reason there would be a problem in a band is that if everybody wasn't contributing to the band, you know, I mean, we all write the music and we all do all everything. Right. So, I mean, I think it, I think it would show a, a serious lack of confidence in yourself and your abilities if you did have a problem with that because it's a very okay. natural process, you know. All right, Andrew. <clears throat> You're allowed to talk now. Um, I, I completely agree. Do you, on that point? Yeah, I mean, 
There's, you see, the thing is, is that everybody's secure in their own roles. Connor doesn't want to be a lead singer. Jim doesn't want to be a lead singer, neither does Sean. People assume that you do. Do you know what I mean? Sure, yeah. So yeah. there's a security yeah, yeah. about being in your own role. And there's, there's problems that everybody has within their role. I mean, do you know what I mean? Or whatever like that. And like being out in the front isn't, isn't like, hey, you know, oh, cushy, people are looking. It's like an awful lot of work to do. Sure. Do you know what I mean? And to, and to be that. But I think that, that a lead singer has a role to play. And you just can't, you can't, if you denied that, then you wouldn't be a band. But when you're out front, and I think you said, Jim, in uh, the earlier Hot Press interview, the fact that you are a family, if things are going wrong in the record industry, people are ganging up on you with that. You have that support system. We do. You know and, what I mean? Which must be yeah. important. As I, I would assume you're all friends. Can I use the word? Oh, of course we are. Most of no, the time. No, not of course we are. You know, not of course we are. It doesn't not yeah. necessarily follow. You know what I mean? Not necessarily in families either. Yeah, I mean, you see family feuds all over the yeah. place. I mean, we do, you know, very, the famous very, very, very well. Famous the Kings. Two yeah, brothers I mean, who despised each other yeah. and tore the band apart. Different hotel rooms, different hotel same floors. The, same with the Beach Boys. I had visited the Beach Boys and they went in five different cars away from the auditorium. And they came onto the stage from different ways. But even, but you know even you, mean, two, you two do that to an extent as well. I understand that completely. Well, some of it is have separate, separate lives. Even 10 minutes apart from each other when you're working like a 14 hour day, right. seven days a week apart from each other, is very, it's very healthy to do that, you know? Right. And you can get on fantastic with each other, and we're lucky that we get on very well most of the time, but you still need your space. I mean, claustrophobia will make anybody fight. There's no doubt about that. All right, all right. Yeah. Is that a pressure though? And you are working. It seems to me endlessly. Yeah, we, we are, and it is a pressure. I mean, it would be fools to say, or downright liars to say it isn't. It is a pressure. I mean, because like today we've already done a TV show, a, a photo shoot, another interview, and I, you know, I mean, it is a lot and a lot of work. And then when you stick four people together doing it all the time, they're bound to get in each other's do, nerves. Do any of us ever lose spirit? You know, does it ever feel like this is too much? Oh. This is too much work. If it does, it generally is too much. If you, I think that the um, a sense of that, the only sense you can get of the whole thing is when you get the rewards, when you see right. something actually working. But if you're in a territory and you feel it's not working, that can be terrible. Right. Or if you're reaching Christmas time at the end of a tour, that can be very hard because you, you run out of steam. And your body just runs out sure. of steam. And it's a very nice thing. But then you get it back and you go and do the new album and it's like, like we came back with the new album going, yeah, you know. Can't wait to get out and promote it. Can't wait to go out. Right. So it's like, yeah, different well, facets. Well, it's Things spirit. like that recharge you. Yeah. Well, it's spirit, it's like a physical thing. It's literally your brain and your everything like that and your excitement. It's not waning. It's physically your body is tired. I mean, today we're going back in the car. I mean, it's it's three, half three in the day. And we did have a kind of day off yesterday, but we're all sleeping in the car. <laughs> I mean... Do you know what I mean? There's like you said that there's no reason for this. Yes, there is a reason for this. You're touring, you're on tour, and so you're tired. Right. So losing spirit is generally down to a physical draining of the body. You know. And are you? I mean, is this kind of? Is it understood that there'll be a two-year, two-year kind of working period where the rewards and all that will not be as high as will happen later? Is that uh, what, it's, that's generally all. You know what I mean? That's the way it is. Mm. You work this this hard to kind of to well, what was invested in the band to begin with, like, pay off yeah, debts. Exactly. It's like building a house. You know, these are, people don't see that. They think the minute you have uh, high sales on a single or an album, it's all glam, it's all riches, it's all everything. And that's not the case. No, I mean we're we're still, we're only really trying, to, you know, receiving anything from the first album now. Right. We're only just 
sort of getting there, sort of getting there. I mean, we've still got so, so much further yeah. to go. Yeah, yeah. And what about the idea of when you said uh, new territories? Like, England is basically a new territory. Mm -hmm. How does that feel? You know, when you go from, like, you can't walk down the streets in Ireland, or what are other European countries that are very, very... Yeah, I mean, popular. we just came from Spain, and we were mobbed really in, Spain. in Spain. It's like we're absolutely massive in Spain, and, uh, you know, to the point of, you know, people crying when they come up to us and all this sort of oh, thing, which is freaky. And then we, like, we came from a place like Germany where we're, we're, we're not known so, right. at all, you know. So how does that feel? How do you make that transition? Or do you, you know, come to England and say, well, you're getting good breaks here. Over it makes it all much. the more enjoyable when you go to the likes of Spain or back to Ireland oh, right. or to Australia or to America or to wherever else we are very known because there is that contrast. It makes you enjoy yeah. it all the more. It's hard. That's got to be accepted in this but business. But you're shifting from, you are shifting from like, you know, you go from one territory where you're just working every day and then you, you hit Spain and you walk out of your hotel and there's this kid coming towards you that, you know, high full speed <laughs> and just grabbing onto you and I, it actually throws you a second and you go, God, I wasn't expecting that, or I wasn't. If you're geared up for something all the time, if you're geared up for fans, you, you know how to cope. Right. You know, with that. Oh, yeah, yeah, but when you're shifting from A to B. When you're shifting, like, because I definitely, when I came out of the hotel and this kid came onto it, I definitely got a. I know you did as well. Got a kind of a. All right. Fright. fright, yeah, yeah. it's kind of yeah. a fright because they're, they're stronger than they let on, I'll tell you. And what about when you go back to um, Dundalk or Dublin? What's the attitude among friends cool. as opposed to cool or cruel? Cool. Cool. And uh, when I come back, like, for me, it's for me, it's like a, it's like a, a sanctuary in a sense. Come okay. back to dark because it's like it's complete. It's it's not that it, not that I need to escape, but it, it's a place where I can go back and just be completely normal, be myself. Just walk down the street, go to a right. couple different pubs at night, and just, uh, just and no flat. None at all. No. I mean, all just right. people coming up and, you know, congratulations and everything and where are you next? And then nothing but pride. Right. Nothing but pride. It's the and same no, Dublin, no begrudgery, it? which is incredible, which we're surprised about. We're not That's getting any begrudgery. That's what I thought there might be. No? What about, at, uh, there's only one question about the, the famous looks and the male want to know. What about um, feelings uh, when you were, like, younger, even at that level, like jealousy among friends, tensions when you were working, or even now? Do you get bitchiness from women? Uh, most of my friends are male. Are they? Yeah. Is that why? I don't know. I don't know if that's subconscious or whatever. I think most of our, you know, friends are, are I have male friends, but uh, no, I've never really experienced that. Have you never that, experienced that? Did you all work in a bar together? Or yeah. was I misled? No, so no, these guys used to come in and have, have, yeah, and they used to have arguments as to who was the most attractive and you always won. <laughs> but was it never at a human level like that? Was it not kind of girls saying, "Look, at those three together," or you know? I'm sure, they did behind our back. Yeah, maybe. you know, yeah, I don't know. Almost. Mm -hmm. And you don't encounter that on any level now, no? Well, we're rarely really with it. We're, the the only um, other people that we're really with nowadays is the likes of you, All right. each other, and record company, and then production and crew. Okay. So as you. So okay. as you can imagine, Good. we're not really mm. we're not really in an environment where somebody right. can be, um, I suppose, directly chip away at that or level. you know, a chip on their shoulder type of thing. 
mean, you know, when you know when you're at school, you know, you know, um, girls always do that at school or boys even do. I mean, that's a normal thing. Yeah, but not when there's a family that, that has been so blessed. Well, when we were younger, then at the same time, when we were younger, we weren't hanging around together all the time. All right. We were doing our own thing. Mm. But now, as we're older, right, we're, now, right. we're in this. This is a different kind of entity now. Yeah. All right. A different thing. When we okay. separate, I think we get also there's, there's a thing about how you present yourself as well. You know, I mean, Even to if friends. somebody goes, well, except no, you present yourself exactly as you are. That's right. what I'm saying. And you know, if you went round thinking you were wonderful, which none of us do, do you know what I mean? Well, they, then they maybe that would lead to then that would lead to yeah. a, to a, a, yeah. a strange attitude coming back. But that hasn't happened. Do you know what I mean? Right. And so I don't, I think that. I think that we get a similar response to the to, from people as as we give to people. All right. You okay. know. So I, I I don't once people get to know you, they see they see it as real. You know. Yeah. Okay. And the uh, the male wants to know your parents beautiful. Yeah. I said, yeah. I heard I guess that was going to be the answer. <laughs> all right. But, but on all on all levels, I mean, I I met, I met them fleetingly. Did you introduce me to that man at the Irma Awards? Mm. Uh, how central is their role in relation to what you're doing in terms of the musical influence, the backing they give you, the emotional support they give you now? Is it a big factor, minimal, or what? Originally, there was, I think, when we first started out, because we, a lot of the time we were still at home, there were, the, my parents have always been very encouraged, given us a lot of encouragement musically. Um, Sorry, that's me. <laughs> fuck the bloody phone. <laughs> oh, it doesn't ring. It's one of those ones. It's just the post. Sorry, thing. Yeah, oh, get out of here! Uh, every time, you know. Um, no, you said they were. Mum and Yeah. Mum and Daddy. Yeah, they were supported from the beginning. Yeah, they always in. in but did in, they did they dictate this or did they no. say you have to go into music? No way. See, this is the this is the. I got out of the attic four years four years after I was beaten and told we had to do this. I mean, it was only four years. Of yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. It wasn't no, like that. I mean, I mean, this this came together. I mean, this is something that happened. And out of we thought about it and we auditioned for the equipment and we met John, right. our manager. Yeah. And then it made sense. It just made but sense. But before that, had you thought about us? Before that, we were always playing music. To just together in, 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 in and and social. I don't think I quite okay. understood at the time. I think I mean I think it was six. Andrew was sixteen. I was seventeen. We were the youngest. That's why I'm picking us two out. But. We were, gonna, we, were gonna, we were in a band. Like, I mean, people said to me, well, what do you do, Carl? Well, what, what, what are you going to do when you get out of school? Well, I'm going to be in a band. Now, I know people were looking at me going, yeah, yeah, right, OK, sure. What is she talking about? And, you know, and an awful people were thinking, God, do our parents actually let her go out and do that sort of thing? Right. You know what I mean? But it was, it was something, for some unknown reason, that we thought that we were definitely destined to do. You two together? No, all of us. Yeah. We all felt in all some right. way that we were kind of going to do this for some... It's not something that people think about doing, you know, it's a family band, it's something that's felt right. that it was going to happen. No, but you often get, particularly in Ireland, you get teachers, career guidance, parents saying there's no future in it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? The yeah, opposite. Yes. And uh, I don't know who it was, maybe it was Dolores O'Riordan saying she'd love to go back to the teacher who told her, would you not become a nurse or something sensible? And say, you know, I now earn more and I'm happier doing what I do. Don't be telling kids they can't do it. Yeah. There's no you know point, I mean? there's no point. I think, yeah. I think, uh, like education wise and everything like that, it's moving more towards uh, go where your talents lie because there are right. so many jobs. And I That's wouldn't true. blame the person who said that to Lord Zerudin because 
it is a fickle and, and, a, and a hard business to get into. It's a 99% failure Somebody would say that it's only giving you advice, advice for the good, advice good, advice. For the good of... Yeah. Really good advice from a teacher or from somewhere that it really is. I, I disagree with that. I disagree with that totally. I would always encourage kids to go for where their dreams are and where their talents lie. You know, because I believe that... The, but if you, I think the thing is, if you identify where their talents are, they have to have the talent rather than just the dream. Exactly. Oh, yeah. You know that's, I mean? that's, 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 yeah. that's the point there. I mean, it's not... It's only to heartbreak if they don't. Yeah. It only leads to heartbreak if yeah. they don't. Exactly. Yeah. You but, I mean, to... it just so it happens too often where, you know, potential careers and kids can be completely um, stopped right. due to something that a parent might say or a teacher might say, you know, and it's just, I think, that it should be left up to the kid and it should be just gently encouraged to go wherever they want to go. And are your parents still as supportive now? They're our biggest fans. Are they? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately for them, they don't see the day and days things that we do anymore. I mean, they don't, like, you know, we're not doing TV shows everywhere. They're obviously not going to see right. what we do. But uh, we're trying to get to Metro Australia for the, for our tour in Australia. Okay. You know. When's this going to It's a Christmas present. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't oh, mention oh, that. Don't mention that. Okay. Yeah, don't just mention don't mention that. that. There's a Christmas okay. present. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the surprise. The Exclusive. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so and, and at, at a musical level, did you all go in separate directions too? And were the parents' influences, you know, a factor? Well, I mean, Dad started us off with piano. He taught us all piano, all right. and then I pop, like, playing pop. No, no, it was classical. 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 All right. And then, and then I was taught the violin by a local priest and was in orchestras and. You know, um, and Jim picked up the guitar himself and keyboards, and um, you know, I mean that's that's kind of the way it worked out. We were doing it quite right. separately, and then when we auditioned for the commitments, that was the first time we got on stage together as a band. You know, we thought about it, and then when we did it, we thought, yeah, let's go for this, and let's start writing and recording music. And you all share the same tastes in music. Pretty similar, yeah. Yeah. Pretty similar, yeah. although we'd have different albums close, that we might yeah. like yeah. that would be different. Like who would be the common acts? The common that that we would yeah, yeah. listen to. Uh, oh, let me see. The police thing. I think we all liked. Uh, who else? And Scritti Politi. Antrax. Scritti Politi. Um, no, I think I'm we joking. all liked. I know, I know. Antrax. That's all old stuff. That's all old stuff. That our parents were. Stuff that our parents were sort of were, were playing themselves at night, and we heard them during the day, like Simon Garfunkel, like Avan Carr and Carpenter, stuff like that away back. Right. But now it's like Oasis, Crowded House, Sharon's particularly into into them, and it's got I suppose the rest of us have got into Crowded House because of Sharon. And um, Radiohead. Radiohead are great. Yeah. Uh, like Tom Verve's new stuff. That's great. It's really good. Tom Verve is brilliant. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, it's like. If, if one of us like a band to like it, we've got, that's yeah. probably why we gel so well musically is because we've got the same kind of, we home in on the same kind of, oh, that's great, you know. And you're all completely happy, like you said to me in the interview, that you feel the second album is that you've grown, evolved further. Mm-hmm. Do you all feel that about the, the new work? Yeah. That yeah. it better represents who you are now? I do, absolutely. Yeah. I do as well, very much so. Yeah. We're very happy with it because I, I, as you as you kind of you know from all that touring you, you obviously got better on your instruments and better on knowing how well a song stands up you know you just got better at what you do and with this album I know for me definitely I felt that I was expressed a lot more in it and was an awful lot more confident with my own 
skills and what I'm capable of doing on this album. Whereas the first one, I was a bit more timid because it was like a bit more huge, big producer and you're straight at it and dark. And it was like intimidating, you know. But this time you just walked into the studio, you improvised, you come up with your stuff, that was it, you know. And it was like no big major, you know, brainstorming. It was, you did it, you know. They have another half percent to feel what you said about them all coming out of themselves in every sense physically. That's exactly what I said. Yeah, I was saying yeah. that, that everybody from being on stage learned to, you know, express themselves and mm-hmm. go go for it and without yeah. losing self-consciousness and shyness yeah. within a family context. Yeah, absolutely. Because sometimes, I mean, one other difficult thing, I suppose, about family is no matter if you had now your family sitting watching you interviewing us, oh, yeah. how would you feel? Oh no, you, that's you, exactly you what I was saying. And they ran it in the interview. There was a great line, and people didn't believe you. You know the part where you said you wrote in the, uh, you said the silly lyric, "Make love to me all night," and your mother's looking at you. Yeah, and your mother's looking mommy. at you, and, and she's saying, "When did you learn that?" And you're saying, mm. "From TV, mammy." Yeah. So right. Yeah. And that kind of restriction, I can't. And you also can't disclose. So you have to say it's all fantasy. Yeah. It's, it's a dream. It's I'm taking a romantic idea and pushing it. No, not but it's also very. I was, yeah, I was, I was out of town. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But she did. It's also she did. very right. private as well. Well, yeah. And the thing is, like, even when you're when you're like with your family and initially even just playing and come up with stuff, it's quite embarrassing to do things in front of your family. Now we treat each other like a band. All right. And I'm glad of the family. Yeah. But now we treat each other like you have to get off and do your job. I have to do mine. Right. Jim's doing his. Colin has to do hers. You know? But how much? What about that question of self-disclosure? Because I mean, you're close, but you don't want ever, each member in the family to know everything about you, or do you? Does it not matter? I mean, do you not kind of? I think it's really hard, difficult to get away from. I think if you strive to consistently get away from your family, that's going to be the worst situation. Because I think that no matter what, just uh, from my speaking, yeah, I like to have my own life. We all want our own our own lives. But at the end of the day. How can you, if you're with the mother, you can't get away. All right. There's, there's only so much you can physically do to become a separate identity, you know? It's very, I think it's difficult. You don't want to get, you don't, you don't want to get away, but that is how we do it now. Now, now it is like a band. Just now it. it is, you know, there's, there's a lack of embarrassment or, or self-consciousness because, because now you realise this is the person I am, like it or not. And each one of us is like this rather than, we don't have to be like each other. We don't. You are yourself, and if you go and express yourself in the violin, you do it and you play it. And I'm not. You. You shouldn't ever think. Oh God, there's my sister looking over at me, thinking I'm flaunting myself or something like that. But that did you ever feel? Did you ever feel that? Did you ever feel that? Look at your one over there. She's Jesus. I know when for hers and Carlos, and she's a bad robot. What's mm-hmm. all this shit? Now, did you ever feel she looks stupid? I'm going to tell her afterwards. No. Mm, no, you wouldn't do that. Would you not? No. Even if you thought it. Yeah, I well, I would I wouldn't think that. Would you not? Well, I think that you, there's there's a big difference here. This is we're in an industry, we're we're in a, we're in an industry that demands something special, and you have to bring that something special out of you. It may be it would not probably be something normally that you would display within a family environment. Yeah. Well, while you being a lead singer, I mean, she'll drop to her knees on stage. I mean, could you fa- could you see her doing it in the kitchen in front of the sink? Andrea, know, do you yeah. know what I mean? So you're still with a family, right. but you are doing things which are perfectly comfortable now, but you're doing right. things that are required for being in a band. Yeah. And they're, they're an extension of yourself, you know. When it comes to the breakdown of the lyrics, I mean, you say Andrea writes a lot. I mean, what is the kind of 
Do you write kind of verse and choruses? Do you all come in together at the end or what? No, I mean, if, if one of us write the lyrics, they'll write the whole song. Yeah. That's generally, I mean, except on the first album. Except for Runaway, yeah, like like the Runaway, we kind of split them all, didn't we? No, I mean, that way. No, Melody more so. Oh, yeah, that was Melody. But, um... Oh, yeah, that was Melody, yeah. No, it, it really, it, it depends. I mean, you know, Jim could write a whole song of lyrics, I could write a whole song of lyrics, any of us could. All right. Andrew would write them definitely, like, the majority of the lyrics, you know. Do you want to say anything about any critics? Not just Ireland, anywhere? I don't what's, the, what's the worst criticism you've got? <laughs> you know right well. I do indeed, yeah, but... I you think know that you addressed we've, it. We've, yeah, no, we I'm did. Not gonna, I'm not going into that one. I think There's we've no been pretty anyone. much, you know... Yeah, There's no point in that, so I'm not bringing that up. But Jan, you know Andrew addressed it. Yeah. yeah. And knocked it on the head, which yeah. I thought was great. Uh, it was edited down a bit. I don't know why. It was good, though, because... Well, it was still strong, and he said what you had to yeah. say. Yeah. I thought so. You must read this out. No, it was good. No, the stuff you said about Ross, that's used as name to fame, and the Tribune was fabulous. I, I wasn't even going to make it. No, it's not, well, I, I, <laughs> No, not, not on this. Not on this. I'm saying that too. Look, I know you thought that's what I was bringing up. Mm -hmm. No, but the worst criticism that you get all told, you know, and the thing is, you know, is there a kind of criticism you meet in different countries, different, you know? Oh. That, that I think does people, get to you. I think as a, as a band... I is it the focus on the looks? Is it the focus yes, on... Yes, maybe, maybe you, know what I mean? you have to share credibility and play your your instruments and stuff, which is which is no problem, which gives you a lot of experience, but you got to strip it down and play... But do you all feel all that? Do, do you all feel we have to assert ourselves stronger no. as musicians because people are thinking we're only here? I don't. I don't feel. I don't feel that because I've, I. I actually enjoy the shock factor, uh, which is, um, pe people. You know, they look at you a certain way. I mean, let's say you know, you, you look like a nerd. People will presume you're into computers or reading computer manuals all day long or whatever. Or you look a certain way. People presume things. It happens all the time. But something I really like about it is you get up in front of an audience that you've never been in front of before. They've never bought your albums, they and they've but they may have seen you or whatever, uh, and they get up and they go, and you know that they're thinking, God, they can actually play. Right. Yeah. And it's just like I enjoy that because it's actually nearly it's. I mean, looks. People always say, you know, you know, do you have a problem with the looks thing or whatever? I mean, it is an advantage. You know, it helps. Visual helps. You know, it does help. Mm -hmm. Whether it's, like, grossly ugly or whatever way, like, you know, like with famous actors like maybe Jared Depardieu, he looks really odd, but boy, does or it Keith help. And Prodigy. You never forget him. Yeah. Keith's yeah. looks help just the same way. Nobody ever mocks him. Yeah. But you, don't you know extreme. what I mean? Yeah. You know, you know, extreme beauty or extreme kind of It does. It's, like a, it's mm. like a stamp, yeah. you know, and it's a good thing because it's something that, that you remember. But as far as the music is concerned, I mean, we've always been doing it. We, we don't have anything to prove. All right. Mm. You, you all don't feel that at the end you have anything to prove to anyone musically. Do you know? Mm. Well, I think no? sometimes it was a bit... I think when you... Sure. Oh. Yeah. I don't, do we feel we've anything to prove yeah. musically? No. I mean, at the end of the day, honestly, what we're setting out to do is, first of all, make ourselves happy through the songs that we're writing. Mm -hmm. If we like that, then hopefully that'll translate into, um, you know, other people loving our songs. All right. that's, that's all really that we want. That gives us such joy. For but haven't you already achieved that? Yeah, it is only music after you know all I mean? as well, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, but the amount of people who have bought and are buying and are but coming to see... you see, you have to account for greed. We want more. <laughs> <laughs> we want more. 
Instead of two million people fucking loving ourselves, you want four million. We want Britain that we want it now. Yeah. Yeah, but is this an, is it a, finally an important territory to break, this one? Okay. Well, we got to number seven this time. I don't know if you know that. But we know that, we no. got to number seven in the album charts here, which was... Uh, Debut at number seven. Debut at number seven. Debut, how was this? So, this was only a couple of weeks back. That's yeah. great. Yeah, so I mean, it was a little bit written in the Irish press and in the Irish media, right. Right. but uh, I mean that. So that was a, 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 a major hurdle for us down. to cross. But it went down then. But yeah, we haven't really been here. We're only here now, and so we're doing a load of stuff now to try and turn this again. Two big things like what? Des or kind of today. Des, we got on the tenth as well. We've got we've got a couple of other major things coming up. We've got yeah, and we've got a thing coming up with the Pope, which is which is very big. In oh. the Vatican, we fly out the seventeenth. Oh, right. okay. He's got an audience with us. Yeah, I bet he has. And does Bob, Bob Dylan want to see it too? Is Bob called? No, we are seriously. We're making okay. the point. But in relation to, you know, the way this the seat of pop is America and Britain. No matter how popular yes. you are everywhere else, how important is it to hit both those markets big time? to establish yourselves. I think we understood as time went on, but with the first album, we didn't quite understand how important they were. I mean, you can tour Australia till you're dead. I mean, no offence to Australia. You can tour Australia and certain other countries, you're dead. But if you don't get the bigger markets, it's not, it doesn't hit right. like MTV International everywhere where you become an established major artist. And I mean, yeah, I mean, God, I mean, musically, if you want to do that, that's fantastic. If that's what you wanted to do. But for us, I think we want to, we really, really want to crack those markets because we want to get everywhere. And it's just something right. that we really... Yes, in, in, in breaking America, yeah. England and Germany, you benefit from the domino effect and a lot of other countries will fall naturally. Right. Naturally. Right. So you makes your work... And what's the hierarchy? America, Germany, Britain? Biggest market is America, second is Germany, third, right. is, is third, third is Japan or England, whatever, one of those. All right. Just successful in Japan, all right? Yeah, we went gold yeah. there. Yeah. We went gold. Yeah, I mean, that's a big map, big map. And we just went gold in England as well on our first album. We just gone silver on the second one. So, I mean, we're doing well here. It's more all like right. a, it's more like a, a goal you set for yourself. It's more like a challenge. Can you get it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Can you get England? Can you get America? Because it's like the ultimate challenge for a band, I think. And what part, what, what point do you just pinch yourselves and go, Dundalk family, look at us? At what point? Have you stopped that? Have you stopped doing that? What? Remember you said that when you were in LA or something, you couldn't go to Jesus. Every day still. You still do Every that? Every day still. Like we're here? Yeah. 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 You're taking it for granted. You, do you take it for granted? What? This journey. You know, the journey you've done over the past number of years. I think, you know, this. you, you got you to... Or has it just become a job? The whole, you know, the honeymoon yeah. period is right. like the first album. Now okay. it's down to serious hard work. Oh. And it's like, we, we because we've done, to a certain extent, a lot of this before, the interviews and all of that, it's not a question of, of the novelty factor still being evident, right. except in, 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 in varying degrees you still get that. For instance, getting to number seven in the English chart, then it's like, well, you pinch yeah, yourself, then yeah. it's like, Christ, okay. is this true? Okay. And, you know, but, but they're only moments. They're only moments mm. now. All right. They're moments, yeah. Okay. Mm. Oh, well, I would get it when the three of us are standing in front of the mirror out there doing our makeup going, what are we doing? So do I, Hello. yeah, completely. What are you up doing here? What do you Go mean, what, what are we doing? Well, here we are putting on loads of makeup for stage, and I'm going, we're getting into our stage clothes and discussing chart positions or something like that. I'm going, what are we doing? This is crazy. We, You know what I mean? Because you remember yourself as a kid right. not doing any of this. Mm. And then the other day in Pamplona, we walked into this huge arena. We realised we're playing here. We used to, to do support. 
We used to do support <laughs> to, to, to Celine Dion. Oh, yeah. And we used to support her doing those yeah, things. Yeah, that gave me a kick. Well, well that's what was his yeah, yeah. yeah. A huge, a huge venue. It was a 5,000-seater. Yeah. Right. you were doing that there. When you all walk right. onto that stage for soundcheck, you just go, now I'll go, fuck. And then you remember wheeling in Dublin. You've got to live up to that. You remember wheeling in Dublin, you know, and it's just like... Yeah, I said to John, I said, where's our spec? Is, are we playing in our dressing room? That's somebody else's stage, obviously, mm. you know? That's good. Yeah. That yeah. Is, I, I didn't mention that isn't it wasn't the Whelans, the Kennedy Smith and all that kind of that steamroll the kind mm -hmm. of uh that was the start. It really was. Well she had the story behind yeah. that is which you know but obviously uh, the story behind that was we'd been playing in Whelan's and uh, Gene Kennedy Smith was invited along to the gig by Bill Whelan, who's a right. friend of ours, still right. a very good friend. And uh, she loved us and invited us out to play in Boston right. in the Kennedy Library for our then T Shock Albert Reynolds and uh, the Kennedys. Which we did, had had a ball, and, uh, and, and met with a load of record companies in Los Angeles and in New York. And it was in New York then that we got the chance to meet David Foster. And that's okay, so do you send itself. Jane Kennedy kids Christmas card and all that? New copies of CD? Yeah, yeah and she sends well. So yeah, we actually well. do give her a new copy of the CD. Yeah. So, but it, that was a happy set of circumstances that helped things move really quickly. Absolutely. And to focus, mm -hmm. wasn't it? Yeah, it boosted us, yeah. Yeah, I mean, rather than kind of. Well, we wouldn't have been in the States in those few months otherwise. We wouldn't have been in, you know, we wouldn't have had the funds All right. or anything to get over to the States. I mean, once Jean Kennedy Smith said you're coming over and it was a charity gig we were going over to All do, right. John rallied around and got the funds. We went over. And once you're there, then you go and you meet the record companies, you know. To get over sure. the Atlantic yeah. in the first place is very difficult. All right. And we stayed in somebody's house and slept on their floor the whole time. Oh. Yeah. Mm. And you don't anymore? No, no. <laughs> Thanks, God. God. Okay, simple, silly question. How many years are married? None. No. Lars? Married. Married. No, no. one not married. <laughs> How many are in relationships? I am. You are. You are. I am, yeah. yeah that's two. You are. No. You are. Not. <laughs> so two are, that's uh, the male want to know. Two in relationships, two not. Yeah. Any more information I don't want. That's okay. No, no, I don't. No, I don't. You know, God, especially... You wouldn't give it to the Irish readers and you give it to the English. Fuck off. <laughs> 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 Even if I knew, I wouldn't fucking tell. <laughs> okay. John, how old are you? You didn't say. Oh, yeah, I know how old you are. Okay, that's all. You can go. That, that's fine enough for me. Thanks, John. Is, is there anything I can, you'd, you'd like to get across? Now, the mail, it's, going to be, it's a big readership. Is there any particular thing that you think you would. I mean, use me. You know, well, I mean, there's something you'd really like. Remembering the audience we're playing to, and also it's not a music audience, it's a family-based magazine, you know, so if there's anything you want to say, you can well, I suppose really how well we've done, Joe's always a good thing, you know, I mean, I suppose... Oh, yeah, I'm going to call it the two million albums, and we yeah. just won the Amigo Awards in Spain for Best International Album. We are up against the Oasis. Oh, no, I didn't know this. Tell me this. When was, when was this? Yeah. This just is last, last week. week. See, I'm out of touch with the nobody's having yeah. It's a major award in Spain. It's like right. you know, it's, it's we, we won best best international, international album, beating um, Celine Dion, U2, Oasis, Oasis, and, and Spice Girls. No, it's not no, not Spice Girls. Yeah. Um, no, there's no, 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 Things like that. We've just gone platinum in Spain and stuff like that, you know. So it's and we got gold in the first album here. Yeah. Just last okay. Week. No, the number seven debut is pretty hot stuff too. Yeah. yeah.
Okay, and was it wonderful to play with Jessica? Fantastic. Did you do it this morning? Was it recorded this morning? Yeah, yeah. Janet Jackson was on as well. We saw yeah. 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 Must be getting boring meeting all these people, Janet. We, we didn't meet her. You don't meet her. Me. She's oh, got six or seven bodyguards yeah, yeah. around. Yeah. You'd never see her. You mean she didn't get to meet you? Yeah, exactly. As with the Pope. <laughs> let's, let's keep the balance here, right? Yeah. Okay, so what was that? I mean, Desert Connor's deeply loved by readers of this magazine. We did Desert Connor before. Oh, did you? We did, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, we did Runaway on it last year. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right, Shine. Okay. Thanks, Joe. Thanks. Okay. You're watching, you're coming, aren't you? To the gig? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you've got things to do. Hi, Joe Jackson here again. I thank you for listening to this edition of the Joe Jackson Interviews podcast. More? can be heard on my website, joejacksoninterviewer.com.